0: Radio. You're listening to Cradio and this is Sarah with your Catholic news headlines for the week ending the 7th of February 2014. In this week's news, Pope Francis's Lenten message, UN issues a report on the Holy See's protection of children, US abortion rate on the decline, annual red mass kicks off the legal term in Sydney and Australian congregation of priests and brothers to be recognised by the Vatican. Pope Francis has this week released his message for the upcoming Lenten season, speaking on the poverty of Christ and our duty to be witnesses to the poor. In the message, Pope Francis explores Christ's incarnation, that although he became poor in taking flesh, he remains rich because of his love and confidence in the Father. The Holy Father explains that Jesus wants us to be rich also by sharing in this same love. It's been said that the only real regret lies in not being a saint, the Holy Father said. We could also say that there is only one real kind of poverty, not living as children of God and brothers and sisters of Christ. The Holy Father also encourages the faithful to address three kinds of destitution. The material destitution of those who lack basic rights and needs, the moral destitution of those trapped within sin, and the spiritual destitution of those who do not know the gospel. The antidote to this destitution is not simply through using the right kind of human resources, according to the Pope, but through living the gospel message and imitating Christ's poverty in the practice of self-denial. Let us not forget that real poverty hurts. No self-denial is real without this dimension of penance, Pope Francis said. I distrust a charity that costs nothing and does not hurt. The full message can be found on the Vatican Radio website. The United Nations Committee on the Convention of the Rights of the Child has sharply criticised the Holy See's progress in protecting children in a report released earlier this week. Faults put forward by the UN include a failure to protect children from abuse due to mobility of offenders, substandard reporting, and a lack of transparency. The Holy See's permanent observer to the United Nations, Archbishop Silvano Tomasi, stated in an interview with Vatican Radio that while the Holy See intends to faithfully carry out all the elements of this convention for the protection of children, the observations fail to take into account what has already been achieved in the area of child protection.
1: The report in in some ways is not up to date, not taking into account some of the clear and precise explanation that were given to the committee in the encounter that the delegation of the Holy See had with the committee three or four weeks ago.
0: Other recommendations in the report were that the church reassess its teaching on homosexuality, marriage, contraception and abortion. The recommendations were denounced by Archbishop Tomasi, who said that they were an attempt to interfere with Catholic Church teaching on the dignity of the human person and in the exercise of religious freedom.
1: I would say that there is a difficulty uh, apparent in understanding the position of the Holy See, that uh, cannot certainly give up certain teachings that are part of their their deep convictions and also an expression of freedom of religion. And these are the values that, in the tradition of the Catholic Church, sustain the common good of society and therefore cannot be renounced. For example, the committee ask for acceptance of abortion and this is a contradiction with the principle of life that the convention itself should support, recommending that children be protected before and after birth.
0: The U.S. abortion rate has dropped to its lowest since the Roe v. Wade Supreme Court decision in 1973, a national survey has found. A report issued earlier this week by the Goodmacker Institute in New York has shown the 2011 abortion rate to be at 16.9 in every 1,000 women, a large decline from 29.3 in 1980. The survey also found that the total number of abortions in the United States fell from 1.21 million in 2008 to 1.06 million in 2011. Varying explanations from commentators have been provided for the decline, with the report attributing it to contraception usage while others ascribe the new numbers to increased abstinence, abortion laws, abortion education, and the U.S. recession. Stand True President Brian Kemper spoke to Cradio on how the report reflects a culture change that's taking place in the U.S.
1: Well, I, I do believe it's, uh, it's more of a culture of life, that we are educating this culture, that, that the pro-life message is getting out there, we're talking about it, we're forcing it to be talked about. That, um, and, and that, that more and more young people are realising what, what, what abortion is and what, what life, when life really starts.
0: Sydney's Catholic legal professionals gathered in St Mary's Cathedral this week for the traditional red mass to signal the beginning of the law term. The annual mass organised by the St Thomas More Society is a centuries old tradition that gathers judges, solicitors, law professors and students to pray for the Holy Spirit's guidance for all who seek justice. The Mass was offered by Cardinal George Pell, patron of the St Thomas More Society, and attended by Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of New South Wales, Justice Tom Bathurst QC, and New South Wales Attorney General Greg Smith. In his homily, Cardinal Pell asked God to bless all those involved in this work of justice and to continue to endow them with wisdom and insight. Cardinal Powell said it is also beneficial to remember that each of us will eventually report to the highest judge on our lifetime performance and a sobering thought to remember Christ's other injunction that from those to whom much has been given, much is expected. The Missionaries of God's Love will formally be inaugurated as a religious institute of the Diocesan Rite in Canberra this weekend at a mass celebrated by Archbishop Christopher Prowse. The community, founded by Father Ken Barker, is among only a handful of Australian congregations to be recognised by the Vatican. The priests and brothers began in 1986 and today have over 50 members with an international mission in the Philippines and one planned to begin in Indonesia next month. Cradio caught up with Father Ken Barker about how the congregation came to be.
2: It came about uh, in a surprising way for me because I had always thought that the Lord simply had called me to be a Dastard and priest, which I was quite happy as. And I, I loved being a priest, and I loved working with the young people, and I loved being part of the renewal and all that God was doing in the renewal uh, and um, and with the community of the disciples of Jesus. I was quite happy of all that. But then what happened is at the beginning of 1985, three young men who belonged to the community. Came to me independently and said uh they wanted to be a priest but they still wanted to stay part of this grace of the renewal and so we met in a pizza shop and we talked about it all i drew them together you see and and said look all of you each each one of you is talking about being a priest you want to stand all this grace what do we do and we decided that we'd pray for a year about it because we sensed there could be something god wanted to do so that's what we did. We spent a whole year in 1985. Uh, every time we gathered around the bus of the sacrament and prayed, uh, we just did it once a week for a couple of hours, uh, there'd be a new thing that Lord would say for us. At the end of that year, we sort of sensed that there was enough in this to go for me to go to the bishop and to ask him whether he would release me to begin this, whatever it was he was doing with us.
0: The inauguration will take place in St. Christopher's Cathedral, Canberra at 11am on Saturday 8th February. All are welcome. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details of those stories or for more Catholic talks, interviews and programs, visit cradio.org.au.